Today's podcast is sponsored by Mystery Sport. Mystery Sport sells mystery boxes with brand new authentic football shirts from anywhere in the world. Also included are some great facts on the shirt and the club. Discover a fantastic new club with an awesome shirt today. Head over to mysterysport.com and at the checkout use the code SUB10 for a 10% discount on all your orders. Hello everyone, welcome back to the Force of Podcast with me, Tom Bristow, and I've got Jordan Lebon Chambers and Bradley the Bookie Martin with me tonight. Uh, we're going to be chatting about week two of the Premier League. Uh, we're also going to be speaking about Rotherham's uh, result and also a bit of transfer rumours, seeing as it is the last week of the transfer window. Uh, let's get into it then, boys. Um, we're only going to speak about a few games in the Premier League. Um well, I've run through the results. Liverpool 2, Burnley 0. Villa beat Newcastle 2 0. Palace Brentford had a 0 0 cracking game. Uh, Leeds Everton 2 2. City dominated Norwich as always 5 0. Brighton 2 0 against Watford. United disappointed draw against Southampton 1 1. Tottenham just edged Wolves 1 0. Chelsea dominated Arsenal 2 0. And West Ham thrashed Leicester City 4 1. So, first game I want to go on to, we're going to go straight to Sunday games because. Uh, I want to have a chat with Brad about Man United. Um, so he started really well against in the Premier League against Leeds. Um, you know, Paul Pogba. We had a discussion about it um, a few weeks back, saying about him versus KDB um, on his day, etc. And he proved on his day that he, you know, can actually match him. And you know, I take everything back what I said to be fair because. You don't get four assists like that. And the, the assists as well, they were fantastic. So I'll give credit to him. And then you come on to Southampton, which, yeah, it's away from home. You're playing in front of crowds again. But how disappointed were you of that uh, of that game, Brad, and the result in the end? Well, <clears throat> obviously, you know, at the start of the season, you know what my thoughts were. I thought I was really... You know, upbeat about the season, and you look at it now, and I can understand what yourself, uh, Jordan, you know, was saying, um, and shares about United. That midfield, you know, and I'm not talking about the whole midfield, I'm talking that middle of the park. I honestly believe that that pairing, whoever it is, Matic, Fred, Fred McTominay, and so forth, I, I don't think that pair would win in the championship and I honestly believe that it is poor um, how many times has Fred given away the possession of the ball uh, own goals, it's constant Matic we said all last season um, he couldn't outrun a slug and he really couldn't um, even on a good day and it's you know, return of possible McClown um, <laughs> all three of them are poor, and I mean poor. And you know that they will never, ever win the Premier League or Champions League, whatever, with that midfield because it's shocking, absolute shocking. And I feel sorry for uh, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. I feel sorry for the pack four because there's no protection. There's absolutely nothing. There's no. You know, there's no pressing for the ball when you've obviously they've not got it. There's no 
keeping the shape. There's nothing. And Pogba, Fernandez, you can't run a midfield with two people. <laughs> it's impossible. So, you know, they've got to do something. Because if not, Chelsea are looking fantastic. City are City. Liverpool look different now with Van Dijk returning. Tottenham are surprising a few people. Tottenham have had a pretty good, you know, good start in the league. So if they're not careful, you know, they could get behind. But I feel sorry for him. I really, really feel sorry for him because other than the that midfield, I think they're quite solid everywhere else. I, you know, I wouldn't mind a, a proper striker coming in, um, a young striker, not. You know, not relying on uh, Cavani, but um, other than that, I'm quite happy. But it's that midfield, honestly, and you know, no disrespect, I'd sooner put the uh, Accrington Stanley pair in the middle in United's midfield. I really would. Can you name Accrington Stanley's uh, two midfielders, mate? (laughs) 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 Just so, just so we we can clear. Phillips and Butcher, I think they are. Jesus is man knows. We'll go on to you then, George. Um, so, going on what Bradley said about needing those two, well, just need a pairing just in front of the uh, the defence. Do you still think, even though with either if it's Matic, McTominay, McTominay, Fred, or Fred and Matic, that they still should be beating a team like Southampton, who, like we said before, have lost their main man in Danny Ings. Um, they lost their centre back, Vestergaard, and they they, they had a bad start didn't they, against Everton. So, do you think still, even with them that midfield, they should have still won that game? I think he made the wrong choice in the midfield. I think everywhere else was spot on. I just thought, I think McTominay can still do. I think the best pair in the middle is McTominay and Fred for now. But I agree with Brad. They need to bring a new signing in at least at least one before the end of the window. If not, then I'd probably play. I might take Fred out and keep McTominay and uh, maybe play Donny Van der Beek. Uh, but I think Man United they look at it and it's it's definitely a two point loss, isn't it? I think they should be beating Southampton with the players that they've lost. Uh, I'd like to say they're missing the main man in defence as well, you know, who went to Leicester. So, Vestergaard went to Leicester. So, I think it was definitely a. It should have been a bit of a hammering for me, for United. I just. I think, like, Brad's basically summed it up. You know, they need a new midfielder, they need a new striker. Uh,. Maybe it's just the start of the season, isn't it? It's always up and down. So maybe they might get off to a slow start and they might just uh, reel it back up in the middle of the park. So, yeah, well, it should it should have been a win for United, I think. Well, it, it is all for you. Like you, you mentioned Donny van der Beek. Question for both of you. Is the treatment of Donny van der Beek worse than Luke Shaw's treatment when Mourinho was in charge, do you think? I think Van der Beek's had it worse, to be honest. I think the poor lad's come over for £40 million looking like, you know, a good replacement in that midfield. And Solskjaer's not even done anything with him. He's just, like, left him on the bench or not even playing. Like, you know what I mean? He's not even in the in the team. I just think... I feel so sorry for him because I think he's worth a lot more than that. And I thought when they got him, he, he was a bargain. 
they've just not played him enough, and he's just trying to get. Obviously, if he played him, he'd been used to it by now. Like the you know the Premier League, the way the the United's football go, and he would have learnt all that by now. And I think he would have been probably one of the bargains of the season from last year. But he never got a chance. I think the problem there, there's a problem there with that. Sorry, um, quickly. The, the reason why he's not getting game time is quite simple, and it's it's one man's you know fault, and it's Bruno Fernandez. Now, when they was experimenting with Donny, when they kept bringing him on late in the second half last season, his preferred position is that number ten, um, and he can't he can't play really anything else. He can he plays that attacking role now. You could put him in a midfield with uh, McTominay or Fred or whatever. But the problem is, he's he's got that attacking thing. And are United good enough, realistically, to have just one holding midfielder dropping back? I don't think they are, to be honest. Um, so that would be the problem. Is it poorer than the treatment of Luke Shaw? No. I mean, Luke Shaw got it heavy. He got called overweight everything. Uh, Mourinho completely, well, humiliated him, didn't he? Right, really bad, you know. Telling he told the press that he needed to talk to him on the touchline whilst in game. That's pretty bad for a professional footballer. But um, for Donny's future, it's you're not kicking Bruno Fernandes out of that team. No, but why would why would you buy him though if he doesn't fit into your plans? Like it's just one of them buys where you just think the cracking buy for how much you got him for, but then just not using him. It's just like it's a waste of time. You've just spent oh. forty mil on. You know what yeah. I mean? No, I agree with you. I think the reason they bought him was the panic over Pogba. I think that I mean even now they don't know if he's staying or what. I think the reason they've bought him was a potential cover for their. Um, but you, you know, you in it in that midfield with, with a pairing of, you know, one of the three we've mentioned because they're not good enough. That them three are not good enough. I, do you know something? I'd soon have bloody Pereira in the midfield, um, or, or the lot. Even though he's, he's a bloody defender. I'd soon have him. Has Pereira not gone out on loan? I think he's gone out on loan, hasn't he? Exactly. Yeah. He was at. Um, Oh, Lazio, wasn't it? Lazio, yeah, yeah. I think he's gone to uh, that Flamengo, is it? Has he? Wow. Yeah. I didn't even know that. But, you know, even James Garner, who's gone on loan at um, Forest, I'd sooner have him. He's just, you know, back onto the Donny thing, you just, you know, his preferred position is, is taken. But, yeah, who knows? Who knows? I, yeah. do feel, I do feel really sorry for Donny, though. And, you know, I, I 100% get the fact that you're not knocking Bruno out of his position. You're not knocking Popper out either. But, you know, the fact is he's probably, you know, a comfort, what, what was it, 30, 40 million. He's going to Man United. You know, when, when you go for that price, you're, you are expecting to play a few games and not just come off the bench in like the 88, 89th minute, have a couple of touches. But what he didn't help himself with is the fact that when he did have a full game, couldn't play it. He couldn't couldn't manage what Bruno could do, and and that isn't fully Donny's fault. It's because of the 
the high level of how Bruno plays, that's how everyone would expect the next person to play who takes his place. And unfortunately for Donny, no one at the minute would take that place in the United team apart from Bruno. And that's why he played in so much last year. Because you need you needed him that much. And it's not saying United like were desperate for him to play in a good high calibre of football, but that was that was what he wanted to do. And he did it week in, week out. But yeah, I I just feel sorry for Donny because he he has got the talent and it just looks like he you know, his career night is gonna be a short one and he's not gonna remember it for the things that he's probably was hoping for. Um uh, we'll move on to the next game. <laughs> I'm gonna talk about Arsenal Chelsea. Two 0 Chelsea, uh, at the Emirates. <clears throat> um Lukaku Straight away, 15 minutes in, goes and scores. Um, and then uh, James scores a, a lovely little finish as well. Um, Arsenal won tonight, 6-0 against West Brom in the Carabao Cup. But what what is going on at Arsenal, fellas? Because it's so... We, we spoke about this before in the podcast, in the previous podcasts as well, many months ago. Uh, like the downfall of Arsenal, but... The start to this season they've had, you know, 2-0 against Brentford, 2-0 against Chelsea. The next game's Man City. Like, we, we, we could be looking at Man United, not Man United, sorry, Arsenal being three games into a Premier League season and not having a single point and potentially not even having a single goal to their name. Uh, what, do you, what did you make of it? What, what did you, what did, Jordan, what did you make of Arsenal... Start to the season, obviously, we know it's a bad one, but also, what do you make to Chelsea? And can they go the distance and rival City for the league this year, do you reckon? With, with, especially with Lukaku coming straight in and hitting the ground running, as we, we probably knew that he was going to do. Yeah, uh, I'll start with the Arsenal first. I just think Arsenal, they are a club in absolute shambles at the minute. Uh, Arteta. Like I think Shiz has said already, he needs to go. He's had too much time. Uh, and it goes to show you lose your first two games of the season. You play West Brom away in the cup that, you know, that no one really cares about. And then he plays all his best players, Saka, Aubameyang, everyone, just to prove a point. And then the goal wins 6-0. So, for me, that was desperation from Arteta just to get a win. Uh, And because it's like the second round, Arsenal would just play the youngsters. If they were the normal Arsenal that we know, they would play just the youngsters. They wouldn't really be bothered if they got like two wins on the belt in the first two games. That Carabao Club, they're playing youngsters. But they they went out and proved a point and just walloped West Brom 6-0 just like that. But I just think they're going to get tramped over by City. I just City are too good, you know. Is it at Man City or is it Arsenal? I think it's at Man City. I, I, mean, sure. I mean, yeah, it's got four nil written over it. Chelsea, on the other hand, they should probably beat Arsenal three or four nil. They they just look so easy. They've got no like. Chelsea this year are going to be a threat to most teams. I know they've got Liverpool next, so that's going to be a corker of a game. Uh, both teams have got a 100% record so far. 
uh, which I'm really looking forward to, actually. I know I won't watch it, but I'll be at work for it, more than likely. But, yeah, there are different side Chelsea so far. And I, I actually like watching Chelsea because their attack and play looks a lot more stronger and a more, lot more threat, like, you know, threatening to other teams now. And I think they're going to hopefully sort Werner out this year. But, I mean, Lukaku and himself, you know what I mean? He's going to be a force to be reckoned with. It's got to be between him and Salah for probably the golden boot this year. But, like I say, 15 minutes in, he gets he gets his first goal. It's a nice way to mark your comeback, isn't it? 100%. He, he, bullied, he bullied Arsenal defence, didn't he, Bradford? It's so easy. Yes. You can get the uh, you can get the two Accrington Stanley strikers and they'll they'll bully uh, Arsenal's defence. Accrington Stanley, where have they come from? God, Dion sorry. Charles and uh, Colby Bishop. Bon, there's a question oh, for you actually. <laughs> do you reckon you could um, do you reckon you could locate Accrington Stanley on the on a map of the UK? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> Manchester, I think. Manchester. Um, Brad Lukaku then, his first goal for Chelsea. Um, it was, he just bullied Arsenal, didn't he? And, you know, and it's quite bad when he's bullying a defender who's just came into Arsenal for 50 million and he made him look a shower of shit, basically. For for the for entire game, I couldn't I, I couldn't think of anything else to say. Well, he's been bullied. But, yeah, he? he's going to be a force to be reckoned with, isn't he? <laughs> he's going to be a force to be reckoned with, Lukaku, and I think um, he's going to help Werner as well. But what 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 do you reckon, then, Brad, for uh, for the game anyway? And also, um, where do you see Arsenal going from here uh, in the Premier League? Because like I said they could be potentially going three games, no wins, and um, no goals. Yeah, uh, quickly on the game, um, pure dominance from Chelsea. They could have had more than what they got. Um, Lukaku, I mean, I think every United fan's thinking, why did, why did you let him go? Because he, he was pure class. Um, Arsenal defence couldn't handle him. It was like it was like the borrowers trying to defend against the BFG. Just not happening. <laughs> Just not happening. Um, he, he was just pure dominant. And Chelsea looked really, really, really strong. As for Arsenal, I'd say Arteta's got till October to save his job. Like you, you forget tonight's result. Um, you know, West Brom didn't even put a full team out. Arsenal went full strength because he's oh, that yeah. under, he's that under pressure. Um. Desperation, isn't it, mate? Yeah, they're going to get beat on the. They're going to get hammered on the weekend. Absolutely hammered. So there's yeah, there's three losses. They probably won't even score, to be honest. Um, yeah, that team is. I thought we was bad a few years ago, but they're shocking. Like pure shocking. Okay, Every... would you say they're honking? <laughs> I'd say they're very much honking. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they're just pure, just pure bad, like all over yeah, the pitch. Are. Like I don't see where they're going to score goals. Abamyang don't want to be there. You, you can tell that a mile off. Lacazette looks a yard slow. 
I don't know where their goals are going to come from. That Ben, that Ben White is never worth fifty million. If he's worth fifty million, then wow. And he, because Stanley's defenders are worth fifty million. Well, if he's worth fifty million, what am I worth? That's another story. You figure it out. Um, but yeah, I mean, I wouldn't like to support Arsenal at the minute because they are shit. Like they are pure bad. And yeah, that looks like they weren't even finishing the top seven this season. I'll tell you that right now. Top eight, not a chance. I think if they, if I think if they turn it around quickly, like you know, Arteta out the door, get a new manager in quite quickly, I think they could save the season. I know it's only a couple of games in, but a quick turnaround, they might, you know, they might not fall so far behind. Yeah, possibly. But it's when it's when they're willing to do that because they've given Arteta too much time for it. So it's like, when are they going to, you know, give them the hump? Yeah, it's all right saying that, though, but who's going to go there? Who? Yeah. They're going to take one look at that and go, get it. Do you know what I mean? Just no chance. Who would go there? There's only one person, like, I've been hearing um, a lot of people are saying, get rid of the Arteta now and get, um, get Antonio Conte, but he ain't going to go there. No. Uh, there's no chance and he, so the only other person I can think of is Eddie Howe because you know young fresh you know he's had a year and a bit off now and and that would be a big 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 challenge for him and I, he could thrive from him, absolutely but it I don't know I just don't see what direction Arsenal are going in because you know they, they haven't looked like challenging for the title in, in in years, I, like, I mean, five, mm. six years. And probably since um, when when Leicester won the title, that, that was the closest one. They they haven't looked like being in the top four for a few years. They they just I don't I don't really get Arsenal, you know. And I think this year, not being in in any bit of Europe at all, you kind of thought maybe they can just kick on in the Premier League, just concentrate on that for a year potentially finish top four if they can do the right business in the transfer window. But I don't think they're going to even finish in the top half. It looks like the right business, but it's not the right business because they're not getting anywhere. No, I just... Arteta's not the one. He's... And he doesn't turn me on. Uh, Football is not coming home again for us. Definitely not. (laughs) (laughs) They They was better under Emery, weren't they? Yeah. I thought they were as well. 100% it was better. Good evening. Good evening. But yeah, um, poor, poor Arsenal. Um, but we'll go on to uh, the best London club in the Premier League. Tottenham. Um, yeah, we'll go on to Tottenham. They're a great one against Wolverhampton Wanderers. Now we're on about the bloody Irons. Top of the league. Um, no. Yeah, so West Ham 4-1 against the old Leicester. Um, granted, they're down to ten men, but uh, we take it. Uh, Mikel Antonio becoming our uh, all-time top goalscorer in the Premier League, uh, taking over Paolo Di Canio, uh, and yeah, it was it was a great result for West Ham. You know, I ain't getting too carried away. We're going to win the league, but I'm not getting too <laughs> carried away. Um, but 
what concerns me, fellas, and we've we've spoke about this before off podcast, is that every time a team goes into a European competition where they haven't been in it before and they haven't got the depth, they struggle in the league. We haven't bought anyone outfield yet. I mean, we're going for Zuma. I, I think that'll be an absolute fantastic signing. Uh, Lingard isn't happening. You know that that uh, that rumor's now gone again. Um, I've heard rumors that we've got forty five million to spend um, this week. Moisey's got that. Zoom is going to be about thirty. It's at least fifteen million. Like, who are you going to get for fifteen million in a market that is going to make a difference? Not only for depth wise, but also you know you're going to jump them into competitions like the Europa League. I don't know, but we'll. We'll find out. Um, Can I matter? But no, yes, I'll take him. Absolutely. <laughs> the slug man is coming to West Ham. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm just really have happy. There's million left. Because you, you'll get him on yeah. the free. We'll have £14,099 left. So, uh, but no, I'm, I'm very happy with our two performances. You know, Leicester... They they just didn't they didn't look right. Vardy didn't look right. Um, Madison just came back, so understandable why he didn't look hundred percent. But the way that we're playing at the minute under under Moisey is just absolutely fantastic. It was great to see the fans back as well. Like we all know, it's it's all it's everywhere. It's lovely to see it. Um, but where where West Ham go from here? It, it, it's God knows, because we could either absolutely smash it again and finish top six, potentially top four. That would be a huge, huge wish to ask for because of our City, United, uh, Chelsea and who's the other team? Liverpool are looking. But it could go the other way as soon as we start Europa League. A few injuries, if Antonio gets injured, that could be a big, big issue. Um, big issue, love. Um, uh, I don't know. What do you boys think? I'll ask you. Do you think we're making a big mistake not getting another striker? And even if it is a striker, it's only worth like 10, 15 million just to get us through the times if Antonio can't be fully fit for some games. Yeah. I, I was impressed with West Ham last season and I thought they would really push on um, this season, whether they improve the position or not, who you know, whoever knows. But I expected them to buy a player in, in you know, in the three areas. I expected them a forward coming in, a midfielder coming in, a defender, which you're going to get in Zuma, and obviously you bought a keeper. So I expected one in each area. There's still time, you know, he probably will do business like you just said. I didn't know about that 45 million. So you're going to do more. You need a couple more players. You just need a couple more. Not because you need it, because, you know, improvement or whatever. Obviously, everyone wants to improve. But that Europa League, honestly, I said it last season with Leicester. I'll say it with West Ham. That Europa League could seriously mess West Ham's season up. I know it sounds stupid, but it can. Because you, you get little knocks, you get little injuries, you come back, you're tired, players are now fatigued. It gets you. And if you're not well equipped for it, if you've not got the, you know, the, the strength in depth and you need quality, it's not just a case of getting a player in, you need the quality, you're going to come unstuck. Um, 
for me, the best thing for West Ham can happen is, is get knocked out early in that, to be honest. And that's, honestly, I hate the competition. I think it's terrible. Uh, when United was in it, I, I always wanted them out. Because, you, could, you know, you can't concentrate on your major things. And I think that's what West Ham need to do. Because they're a team on the up. Like, on the I mean, I would believe that um, the game on Monday was probably the best I've seen West Ham in front of fans at that Olympic Stadium. Yeah, I agree. I think that's the best I've seen them play because they, I think even with 11 men Leicester, they wouldn't have, wouldn't have even had any concerns. I really don't. They dominated from first, you know, first whistle to the last whistle. Um, they played very, very well. Um, but like you just said, bro, Antonio's injuries is, yeah, <sighs> He seems to take a, get one good injury, doesn't he, every season where it keeps him out, or he's you know he, he can't play every game. So I just think he might have needed someone else. But you know, there's time. Kurt Zuma, fantastic business. I was watching it on on Sky Sports. There was comparing, you know, about all your centre backs and stuff. Yeah, and he's he, he comes out completely um, top, and that's really. I mean, for twenty five mil, twenty five thirty mil. I think that's cheap. I think that's really cheap. I think that's a really good bit of business. Um, but yeah, if if honestly, it's that Europa League. I'm telling you, if they can, if they can get a few players in and they can just rotate that squad nicely, and you know, don't go full out for that Europa. You know, don't go fully out for it. Concentrate on your league. You know, keep building, keep building. <laughs> I can see West Ham finishing top seven again. I really do. Easy. Because you take your top four away, forget Arsenal. Um, Tottenham will be, will be in and around there. And Leicester. You can't really think of anyone else. Everton, possibly. So it's it's open for you. And, you know, who says one of them top fours are going to do well anyway? You know, so... Good times for West Ham. I just hope the fans don't get on the back because, you know, they had a fantastic season last season. And I'm just hoping, you know, if something does go wrong, I hope they don't turn because you know what they're like. They can, they're ruthless, absolutely ruthless. And, you know, yeah, but I, I'm impressed with West Ham. Great start, fantastic start. Bit edgy, but. You know, you know they sorted them out and they blew Leicester away. A good Leicester team blew them away. So, yeah, looks promising, matey. But a few more signings, I think. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, I know. I think we do need a couple more. But I, I don't. I think obviously Zuma. I think he's done. I believe. Sorry. Just, just personal terms. But you can. It does easy enough. Finish. But um, we'll stop going on about the best team in the Premier League. And we'll go on about the worst team in League One in Rotherham United. <laughs> now, who'd you play? Was it Sheffield Wednesday? Yeah, we played Sheffield Wednesday, oh, mate. Yeah, so it weren't going to be an easy game. You both just came down for the championship. But uh, from what I, what I saw from, you know, Sky Bet's stats, it seemed pretty even, but you lost 2 0. Um, what, what do you what do you reckon? Is, is it a bit. Um, was it just a bit too of a difficult game because obviously Sheffield Wednesday is still a pretty decent team, isn't they? Or did you expect to actually play better, seeing as you're at home? Um, 
yeah, you know what I mean? It's early doors in the season. And uh, it's just one of them games where, for me, it doesn't really matter. But obviously, with it being rivals, you want to always beat them. Uh, we missed the penalty. We were the better team uh, near enough throughout. It just, we missed the penalty in the first half. Uh, it was a cracking save from the goalkeeper. But after that penalty miss, second half, it kind of just changed a bit where Sheffield Wednesday got back into the game and they got the two goals. And we just couldn't, we just couldn't catch him after that. Really, uh, I was a little bit disappointed. But when I saw how the way they played and stuff, I was quite happy with the way we played. But it is what it is. We've done them, we've done them twice in the championship. So, who's your, who's your next game? Uh, we play our other rivals, Doncaster, at home. Another close affair that will be. Yes, uh, Doncaster at the minute haven't got any points. I don't think they've lost. No, sorry, they have one point. They uh, drew two and lost one. No, they've drawn one and lost two. I think. So, uh, I'm expecting. I'm expecting a scrappy game, but I'm expecting a good win. Uh, We're a one o'clock kick off on Saturday as well. If anyone's uh, interested in sold. watching boring TV, please head over to Robbery versus Doncaster. It's a good job West um, Ham on, on TV then, isn't it? Oh, high scorers in the old Premier League. Um, right. <laughs> we'll go, we'll go <laughs> on to... Uh, right, we'll end this then on transfers. Uh, obviously, it's only a week to go, and this is where it gets tasty. Um, we already know Harry Kane came out today. This is this is a recorded on Wednesday. Came out and said he's staying at Tottenham. Um, what a shame the bloke doesn't want to win any trophies. Um, uh, but the big one, well, there's two big ones. Uh, Real Madrid are putting a big offer for Kylian Mbappe. Um, but Paris Saint-Germain want a lot more money and wanted to stay one more year. Um, but a big one. Cristiano Ronaldo, uh, he wants to leave Juve. He's been coming out for a couple of weeks. Didn't know where he was going to go, really. There was rumours of Real Madrid, um, but he came out and said, not for him. Uh, he's done and dusted at Real Madrid. He's done his time there. Uh, that kind of probably would have been the same if Man United were going to go in for him. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, Manchester City rumours started popping up. But not Manchester City wanting Ronaldo. Ronaldo wanted to go to Manchester City. Um, so this is a big one. Brad, I'm going to let you just rant this one out. Oh, this should be fun. If, if he goes to Manchester City, Brad, like, and there could... This this isn't like just rumours, like any, any old rumours. This is like a genuine thing that could happen in this week. How on earth are you going to cope with that, with being a Man United fan? This man going to your arch rivals and potentially winning the league with Manchester City. Um, this is this would be pure Judas, like fucking betrayal. I'm sorry for swearing. Um, this would be like you know just telling every United fan. To fuck you, and I'm sorry for language again. But it would be that's you know, it would be like you know, everyone who's ever helped him, 
you know, it'd be like pissing all over uh, Ferguson. It would be just complete betrayal because he's always said, he's always had this thing of, um, he'd never cross the teams. He's all, you know, he's like Pochettino, you know, he'll never go to teams where, you know, they've got that rivalry. You know, he went to Madrid and so and so, whatever, so and so. He's always said that he'll always go back to his roots. Well, hold on a minute. Um, you want to go and sign for the next door neighbours to the team that made you who you are? You know, let's face it, you know, they Man United did make Ronaldo who he was. You know, fair enough, he probably wasn't the finished article when he left there. But he certainly, you know, that was his home, you know, and I don't know. If he plays for them, well, I, I don't know. I don't know. Put it this way. I really don't know. I, I, I don't know. I'm speechless even talking about it. How he can go there and demand. It's not like Man City, like you've just said, or even just Indra. He wants to go there. <laughs> nah. Nah. What's surprising me, Brad, is like we just said, he <laughs> wants to go there. Man City... I've not made an offer, but Man City don't want to pay anything for him either. You know, I think Juve have said they want like, I think 30 million euros for him. But see, they don't need to buy Ronaldo. As weird as it sounds, they don't, they don't need to spend 30 million on him. They, they, they've got, like we said, no interest. Thing is, I don't know what's going on at Juventus with Ronaldo, but he, he really wants to leave. And I think he's just trying to... He's, do, he's doing anything and everything he can to push himself out. Which, if he wants to leave, he wants to leave. But the only team I thought he was going to leave for is PSG. And I thought he was all set out. You know, Mbappe going next summer to Real Madrid. Ronaldo fitting in in PSG. And then you got, you know, probably the best attack ever. You know, Ronaldo, Messi, Neymar. And out of the blue, he wants to go to to City. Uh, Jordan, what what do you make of it? Like, as just a neutral of this, <clears throat> what 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 do you think? Do you think it, it it would be a good move for him? For one, and also, how much hate do you think you'll get from United fans? Imagine him playing at Old Trafford in a Man City kit. It's just basically like Van Persie going from Arsenal to United, and then. You know, Michael Owen going from Liverpool to Man United. You know, the it's just what it is. But I do think it'll be pure shithousery if it happens. And uh, I think it's the trophy sort of part of it where what he wants. And that's why I think he's trying to, you know, push a move to Man City because he knows that he'll probably win the Premier League. Uh and he'll probably win the Carabao Cup, which is the biggest one of them all. <laughs> so, uh, I just think... I think maybe it'll be a bad move. I think it would be a bad move, like I say. I think it'll just be pure shithouse. But, you know, at his age, I'm surprised Man City don't want to pay for anything for him. Because he's like 35, 36? Yeah, 36. 36. I mean... How imagine him going to Man City, they paying 25 mil for him, but then he retires like a year after or two years after. 
it's a waste of money. So I, I see why they don't want to pay anything. But I think the the wages that he would want, I think he might go for a little pay cut, but not too much of a pay cut. So I don't think I don't think the the wages would be a problem for Man City. I think it would just be obviously paying that transfer fee that, that they don't want. Yeah, it is for me. It's just it, it's confusing me why you would want to go City out of all of the Premier League teams to pick. Mm. It would be you would be your, you know the team that what like what Brad said. Basically, major. They're yeah. right, it, it, you know, and it would be the same if we went Liverpool. We'd be, it'd be awful. But if we went to like someone like Chelsea, Arsenal, you know, Tottenham, maybe, you know, no one would really bat an eyelid. You know, you'll still be like, oh, you know, like United fans would be like, oh, I wish he would be at us instead of being at them. But it wouldn't be a, like anything like what it's like now with, you know, him thinking that he's going Man City, but. Saw somewhere earlier today that in 2015 he had an interview about it, and he said it's it, like you know football's not all about money. Moving to a club is not all about money. If it was about money, I would have been playing in Qatar. Uh, football is more about passion, and that was when he was speaking about would you join a, a rival team? And it, I think he was at uh, Real Madrid at the time. So that would be Barcelona. That would be Man City. So. I don't, I don't know. I don't know whether there's there could be a lot of things. You might want to be. Um, you might want to season under Pep. See how Pep he plays under Pep. He might want to play. I don't know with Fernandinho. Who knows? He might love Fernandinho. I do, but, I do think though, Bristow. I do think United's had refusal on him. I I, I really do believe yeah. so. I, I do think that. I think they've said no. I, I, I really do believe that as well. Um, because there was talk of him going to United last season. Mm, um, yeah, I was. really believe that, you know, I don't think United want him anyway. I really don't. Um, and and if they don't, I hope they've got a plan for some big signing. Because I, I didn't know that Kane has said he's staying at top. I didn't do that. Yeah, he came out today. Well... <laughs> Jesus. So, well, wow. I actually really didn't know that. Because I, I expect, yeah. not this season, by next season, them to have a, well, wow. Okay. Forget it. Well, yeah, forget it on that one. I'm not even, even going to mention it. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll recap on a few that I'm reading now. Um Pep Guardiola, this isn't a transfer thing, but Pep Guardiola has said he's going to leave Man City when the deal runs out in the 22-23 season and take a break from football. Uh, Jose Mourinho is planning a bid for Chelsea's midfielder Ruben Loftus-Cheek, which is an interesting one. Uh, Chelsea have had a bid rejected by Seville um, for Jules Koundé. Um but they are expected to get that um, Sal from Atletico Madrid on loan uh, with an option to buy. And that's another player that really I thought Man United would have pushed for because he is a very good player. And he would have fitted well in United. Uh, he's a defensive Uber. player as well, though, isn't he? Yeah, defensive that's the thing. Well. He could have, been, um, could have been a good one. But And then the last one that I'm reading here is Jack Wilshere said he's considering retiring 
after receiving no offers following his release from Bournemouth. Um, but yeah, unless there's anything that you boys uh, want to add in, then I think we're we're pretty much finished here. Any any other topics you want to talk about, fellas? Um. All right then. <laughs> well, I don't know. I've kind of shot. I didn't know about Kane. Like, yeah, yeah, he came out uh, this afternoon and said that he's going to stay with uh, Tottenham this season. I mean, we well, actually said this summer, so you know, maybe he's playing games with us and maybe, maybe going in January, but I doubt that highly. Yeah, uh, I don't get it from Kane, really. Well, to be fair, it's not Kane, is it? You know, obviously, Kane wants to leave and City want him, but. Daniel Levy is just the is is a middleman who is just not letting go of Kane, and it's sad to see. Really, it's like you know they they've offered 120 mil for Kane. You know, take it. You know, he, he ain't going to stay at Tottenham forever when you're not buying the players that are going to win the league or win a trophy. You know, he's got Daniel Levy's got to be real here. Carry Kane is one of the best strikers in world football, and Tottenham are not one of the best teams in the world. You know, let the man go play for Man City or Man United, two of the best teams in the world. Let them let let the boy play. You know what I mean? Forget it, Daniel Levy. What do you think Forget about it. the Mbappe situation then? Because I think 137 mil for Mbappe is not a bad offer. Is not a bad offer at all. I think PSG were quite quick to reject it, and I think. You know, they did one six seven for him, though, didn't they, or something like that? Yeah, true. Oh, I'm but telling you still... now, if Mbappe's worth that, and if Mbappe's worth that, Haaland is worth double. But all I'm saying is, like, I think it would be a good deal because that means Mbappe's off the books, and obviously it makes room for you know wages and obviously a bit of transfer money that they can just put back into the wage budget. You know, to keep uh, messes. Uh, Wages going for so long, yeah, but at the same time, if they get, I know that they've got Messi and Neymar still, and they've like you know, like Zidane, Maria, Herrera, Verratti, etc., etc. But I think they they want to keep uh, Mbappe for this season purely because they have got the biggest chance of winning the Champions League. And you know, if you've got them free up front, yeah, you know, I think that's all they're thinking of because they've already said that he can leave next season because his contract runs out. And I don't, I don't know, from what I can tell, if he wants to leave now, and I think that the offer that they got was pretty much bang on. I think they've said they, when I read, I think they want like 200 and, 220 million euros PSG are holding out for. They're not going to get that. No, absolutely not. It's like a similar position here with Sancho to Man United. You know, they, they wanted 120 Million United weren't going to pay that, and now they lowered it down to a reasonable price, and they got it, and they got the deal done. You know the deal's already there, 137. It's you know I'm I would never think that type of money for any type of player is no. is good, but you know in that in this day and age of the market, he's young. He's we we see how good he is. If they if he if he's that desperate to leave, then just let him go. Don't so go play for Real Madrid. Like go play, go play in a league that isn't gonna 
you know, help his career, I think. You know, I think if if he needs to help his career, I think he's obviously Premier League. But, you know, Real Madrid, PSG, both in the same boat, both challenging for titles in mediocre leagues, both trying to push the ladder again for Champions League, you know, and both got teams that need, need help in positions and, yeah, I think PSG's got a stronger squad than Real Madrid. Oh, yeah, yeah. And that's not including just having Messi there. But just reading here that the offer that is considered to be a far cry from what Killian is worth today, what the PSG are also saying is they owe part of the money, whatever they get for Kylian Mbappe, to Monaco. So that could be quite a bit of money. It doesn't yeah, say how much, but it just says that we consider that bid not enough, basically. So, so God knows how much they to Monaco about it. I'd say about, what would you say, Brad, like 10, 15%? Yeah, it's going to be something like that, isn't it? It's yeah. going to be roughly, uh, you don't know what clubs ask for. I know when um, uh, Martial came to United, Monaco wanted like 20% and stuff like that. And they wanted oh. more. I know, so I, I wouldn't really know, mate, to be honest. Um but yeah, some some weird transfers. I think it, for me, it'd be a bit worrying if Mbappe does leave for PSG, because then I think it would reopen talks with Pogba. Um, yeah, because you know you've got to look at it swings and roundabouts. There's quite a few tra- uh, transfers in there that could happen. Mbappe one way, and obviously Judas now. Um, the city, which I've just looked on Skybet. I mean, he's seven to four to sign for Man City. He's going. He's a hundred percent going. You know, it's like getting a little United child, dressing up Ronaldo in flipping armor and nailing him to the cross. It's physically the same. Jeez. <laughs> I, honestly, I'm telling you, forget Van Persie, Arsenal, United, and Owen. This is big. I'm telling you, because I can remember when Ronaldo's father was passing away and Ferguson, you know, looked after him, you know, like a dad and stuff. Nah. No. I can remember that um, he did a Jonathan Ross interview for Ronaldo, did he come on and he, he's love for United, he said, nah, forget it. Forget it. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Honestly, he'll get fre- severe um, death threats, he will. 100%. 100%. It'd be a Weird move, but um, yeah, transfers, transfers. Ronaldo there, um, Mbappe. I think he's going to Tottenham, isn't he? Um, the Wolves boy. Um, oh, Traore. Yeah, he looks like he's off there. Mm. It's going to be interesting. I hope we do some business. I hope you do some business for yourself. Arsenal need to do something. <laughs> um, Liverpool been quite quiet, haven't they? Yeah, I think yeah, Klopp's, yeah. I think Klopp said that he's more looking to offload players than spend on players. I think. Yeah, quite a, quite a strange one. Um, I expect Barcelona to do a bit more business as well. Um, I don't know what they'll do. Well, business both ways of getting out and bringing in. I don't expect Griezmann there much longer. Um, Strange one, though, that with PSG, isn't it? Very, very strange. 
Like, <laughs> I don't get it. I really, I just don't get. I can't work them out. Are they, are they trying to buy players literally just to win that Champions League, and that's it? Forget 100%, 100%. it. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. It looks like it, doesn't it? It He's, looks like it. Yeah, they're just not buying players for the future. Really. They're just physically buying t- to win that Champions League now. Literally now. You, you look out. I, I can't name a, a young, fresh talent they brought in apart from apart from Mbappe. Like apart from like literally no one else. You know, they brought in Donnarumma, but they still want to play Navas. Yeah, um, okay. you know. They got Marquinhos still playing. I'm not saying these are, you know, bad aging players, but like you like you just said, they they basically are buying just to just to win the Champions League now. And if they don't, they'll do it again the next year, the next year until they win it. And God knows when that'll be. It, you know that could be that could never happen. It's like City. They could ne- They could they, like you know their chance when they lost to Chelsea. That could have been it. You know, the Champions League is a really weird competition as well. Like, you know, all it takes, like the two legs, all it takes is just one bad game in those two legs. And that's it. We've seen it before with United. We've seen it with Chelsea, with Liverpool. You know, you look at Barcelona. When when Liverpool won the Champions League, 3-0 at the new camp against Liverpool. Who would have thought they would have lost 4-0 at Anfield? And they're like, you know... It doesn't matter how, like you know, the the Anfield crowd would work or like you would not expect them to lose four 0 But you, one bad game could cost you the Champions League, and and it, and PSG. I don't like. Can they do it potentially? You know, every team in there has got a right to be named as potential winners, um, but I don't know. I mean, we'll, we'll you, could look, you look at the signings that they've made. There's uh, you know, when Alden Ramos, uh, obviously Messi, them three have won the Champions League. Obviously, yep. Don Rumor hasn't won the Champions League because he's been with AC Milan and they've not really done much. Uh, I can't remember who the other sign is if they brought one more. Uh, oh, Hakimi from Inter Milan. They keep it like obviously they've got like three previous Champions League winners out of five. You know what I mean? That's what, that's what they're doing, aren't they? Yeah, the, it yeah. looks like they're trying to buy previous. Obviously, this decent players just buying previous winners to try and you know do what they've done and that PSG can't do, and that's win the Champions League. Yeah. So. It could be something like that, but I mean, the signs they've done have been un- like remarkable. You know what I mean? Probably one of the best transfers windows I've seen from just one team. Mm-hmm. Well, well, it's scary that they got all those players for fifty-four million. Scary. Yeah, scary. not including wages, obviously. Like wages are just ridiculous, but you know they they've been cracking. Um, yeah, but yeah, um, before we had Bristow. Before we end, go, go, go. End, and this is this is to both of you, right? There's always, always one shock transfer on deadline day or a day before or whatever in the Premier League. What's it going to be? There's always I, one. I, I still think it is going to be Ronaldo to City. I don't think that's nothing's ever going to. No one's going to top that as a surprise. All right, forget that. Name me one more because I don't okay. want to hear that. 
Uh, Arsenal come in with a massive bid for um, Mbappe. I mean, let's be realistic here. <laughs> I might, I might say Mbappe to Liverpool because they're still, they're still what saying that they still, they're still saying that they could possibly go for him. But I mean, I think it's very unlikely. But I think you, you never know. You never know. But I don't think it'll happen. To be quite you're, fair, yeah. Do you want my serious answer then, bro? Yeah, no, yeah. This is actually just serious. What do you? What dead deadline day? Well, yeah. Or just leading up to it now. There's always one big thing. Now, obviously, it's gonna, you're right. But, you know, bro, it is going to be Ronaldo to City. But we don't talk about that on it on this uh, podcast because because <laughs> uh, I'm going to be fuming. But no, if you had to really pick one now, forgetting the Ronaldo yeah. transfer, what is it? Rice to Man United. Do you want to answer, ask me mine? What's yours? Rice to Man United. Yeah. Do you um, think Lingard would be part of that deal with yes. some money? Yeah, he would be part of that deal. But uh, I think Rice has turned down his third contract over from West Ham. Yeah. Uh, so I, I think it's either going to be United's going to put in a late bid, which includes Lingard, and it will turn our head. What money or, do you want? What money do I want? What? I personally think eighty million is bob on. What and Lingard? No, not and Lingard. No, no. So he's like probably got about six sixty plus like Lingard. Thirty, 30 mil plus Lingard or forty eh? mil plus Lingard. Oh yeah, Lingard's only worth twenty million. I think bob. I'd have gone sixty. Sixty. Yeah, I think, I think United's got him at about twenty mil. I could be wrong, but I would say sixty plus Lingard. But the only reason I think that is because he's turned down a third contract. Um, but if he if he leaves, if he leaves, I don't blame him because you know he deserves to be at you know the elite at the clubs. I think you know I know West Ham's progressing, but we're never going to be on the level of Man United. Are we? Let's be honest. You know we're not that deluded. Um, I agree with you, Bristow. I, I really. I, I was saying to Callum and uh, Zach earlier that what I would is go and get Rice now. Yeah. Because if we if we don't, Chelsea are going to have him next season, hundred percent. Chelsea will have him next season if he doesn't go this season because yeah. either Kovacic or Jorginho will leave exactly. Chelsea next season. Exactly. So step in now. Take your gamble, do what you've got to do. This is what if I this is what I would be doing. Go and get someone else if you can afford it. In from Brighton, that um I can't say his name. Begins with a B. Yasuma. That's him. Right. But once I've finished that bit of business, you know, I'd be putting Martial up for sale. I'd be yeah. putting obviously Lingard would be going with the West Ham transfer and others. But the first thing, the next thing I'd be doing is is getting on the phone to um, Dortmund, and I'd be saying, "Look, tell me what you want for him." And we know, obviously, know who I'm not talking about. And I would get it set now because Haaland's moving next season, hundred percent. That's that's done. That's I think it depends what I think it depends what Dortmund do in the season. Well, forget. I don't think it matters. I think Real Madrid gets Mbappe. PSG will sit on Messi. Chelsea've got Lukaku. Um, for me, I think the front runners for Haaland is Bayern Munich. I don't think you'll ever go there. 
he not? No. No. And if he does, then I'll be very, very surprised. See, for me, I can't see Haaland going to Man United. Only the fact of what happened in the past when Roy Keane ended his dad's career. But I don't know. Things change. I see him in a Man United shirt. But, but I, wouldn't, I, I wouldn't know who like what to see him in, to be honest. I wouldn't know. Anyway, off, if, he, off, if he goes Bayern Munich, let's say, Haaland, that would mean, because Lewandowski came out a few weeks ago and said he wants a new challenge away from Munich. If he goes to Bayern Munich, let's say, would you take Lewandowski? Oh, well, you would take Lewandowski. Would you think Lewandowski's new challenge would be the Premier League? Yeah. Or is he, is he, yeah. Is he thinking somewhere else, do you think? No, Premier League, because they reckon City was going to go, didn't they? I think, he's, I think he's Premier League bound next season. Lewandowski, I don't know where, <laughs> I know no idea where, but you know, thinking about what you just said, if if let's say Harlan goes to Munich, I don't, I don't see any reason why Man United ain't just going to go right. Lewandowski's Arsenal. Yeah. I, I just look at it, Brew, right, and you know, I'm looking at all the big teams now. They've, they've just bought a striker. Everyone nearly, Chelsea, Lukaku. Real Madrid's going to have Mbappe, either way. PSG's just got Messi. I, you know, Haaland's not going to go there. Who's left? Who? Arsenal? Forget it. No, no. City? City's going to go for Ronaldo. Wage bill, looking at 230 a week. You know, they're going to pursue Kane again next season. Who else, who else can get him? Barcelona? They can't even keep Messi. Mm. Where where is he going? Liverpool, maybe. Do, will they sell Mane or whatever? I don't know. Who else? Who else can he go to? There's Bayern Munich. There's Man United. There's possibly City if they don't want Kane. I'm running out of teams. Could you see him in a like an Inter shirt? Maybe. No. I don't. I don't think I could. But. No, nah, I, I think I don't think the Italian league would be as sort of, you know, it, in his mind. Inter Milan are um are, are in money problems, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He wouldn't go there anyway. I think Inter has to step down, to be honest. Um, no, I, I I just look at it, Brew. Who could he go to, and who could afford him? Because what are they going to want? Yeah. No. I even like I said, if Mbappe is going for that, then they're going to want roughly the same, if not more. Exactly, but I think he's you know he's a dis- he's a discussion for another day, isn't he? Yeah, definitely. Uh, we'll, me we'll... and you both think Rice to United's the surprise one, Bon. Bon I can see that. I can see that happening. <laughs> to us, I can see that happening. To be honest, mate, it doesn't look on the cards at the minute, but. I'll... I do feel like that one, one would probably happen. Put it this way. If United stick with that midfield in the middle, I think they'll struggle. Top four. And I said only two weeks ago, or whenever a week ago, whenever it was, that they'd win it. That defence needs to sort it out. That midfield. <laughs> 
I can't even whistle. I'm laughing. I, I was going to say midfield needs to sort it out. Well, on that note, we're ending it. I need to go to bed. It's bloody half past. It's half past midnight. Um, right. <laughs> it's staying indoor. You worry me, dog. Um, right. Cheers, boys, for uh, coming on. We're going to try and do this every every week. But, you know, we're all back at work, you see. Um, but, yeah, nice one, boys. Um, yeah, don't forget to like us on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Uh yeah, we're on Spotify, Anchor, and Apple Podcast, um, and apparently we're we're quite big in Vietnam. <laughs> Fantastic! Um, Get it? Yeah, brilliant. Um, awesome boys. Yeah, and we'll be back soon with some more chat about the old game of football. See you later. Bye.